This is MMA fight music producer Mikey Ruckus, and you are listening to another edition of Sucker Radio with your host, Jeremy Brand. Be sure to catch all your mixed martial arts news and interviews and updates at www.mmasucker.com. I can't believe this. Joining the show now is BC's own Jeremy JBC Kennedy. This guy is flying to Brazil to take on Honey Jason. UFC Fight Night 106, Belfort versus Gastelum. Jeremy, thanks for joining me this week, man. Thanks a lot for having me, man. Now, I don't think we've talked since your UFC debut or sometime before that. Now, you know, you were expected to take on Josh Emmett. He pulled out due to injury. Then there was this sort of up-in-the-air fight that I know that I heard about that was offered, Mirsad Bektik. Then some, like, MMA junkie reported it. We threw it up on our site. Yeah. And then it, it sounded like you weren't able to take it due to injury. What what exactly happened there? Yeah, that was, uh, that was a big... Man, that, that happened so quick, you know? Like, I, I took the fight on, I think, the Thursday, and I had to pull out on, on the Saturday. You know, it was... Uh, I was itching to fight right after my fight. You know, I was trying to get in there for a short notice to get down to 145 right away. And uh, it all started with the Hacker and Diaz fight when yeah. um, Brian Ortega got injured. And uh, I was really trying to get that fight. And, you know, like it was getting close. So it made me realize, I was like, you know what, I can take these short notice fights and they're, they're actually a possibility. I mean, um, Andre Feely ended up getting that, but... Uh, I really wanted that fight, but, um, yeah. So then a few weeks after that, the Mursad, um, Arnold Allen got injured, you know? And then, so I was like, jumped all over it again. And I was like, man, that one I got right away though. And, uh, so I, yeah, I got, they told me about it on the Wednesday and I was like, yeah, I'm all about it. And then Thursday morning they said I got it and I jumped on the scale and I had some, some weight to cut. Yep. So, uh, that's what, I, that's what I spent pretty much the full two days doing just cutting weight and you know really dieting down stuff like that and doing sprints and I ended up injuring myself and uh I mean it wasn't like detrimental but it was one of those ones where it's like I I was limping I couldn't I couldn't walk properly and uh you know I was like I had to um I was already taken a disadvantage by fight by fighting in a week's notice over a halfway across the world you know and then we're just like you know we, we can't do it you know obviously it wasn't meant to be because uh two days into it you're already hurt so now you're hurt you're crash dieting trying to cut this weight you're jumping on a plane it just it just didn't end up working out but uh i hope i can get that fight after this one you know and uh full full camp that'd be great but uh yeah i just missed opportunity that uh you know i want to move past now almost a blessing in disguise though the the injury because as you said a week's notice it it, it would be nice to actually take a fight with an opponent that you know of on a full camp? Because, I mean, Alex Rishi was last-minute replacement. It's something that, yeah. you know, it's nice to know your opponent and, and know that you're going to have a full camp for it. That's exactly it. I mean, I, by, by no means was I worried about that fight or anything. Yeah, he's a, Mursad's a tough guy, but I think I match up great with him. And, I mean, a week's notice, I was in shape. I was training right through my fight. So, I mean, it wasn't too big of a, like, I wasn't like, oh, you know, I'm just taking a risk here or anything like that. I mean, it's definitely a risk, but it, I was definitely not going there to lose. Obviously. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, I mean, it was just a weird thing. I was like, yeah, my first fight was, well, Josh Emmett was even a little short notice. It was just over a month. And then that when I first got the call in general. And then uh, 
Alex Ricci was a week a week out. And then the uh, Mursad thing was a week, and I was like, man, I can't even get a normal fight here. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, it, it, it's actually nice to have a proper eight-week camp against an opponent that I know of, that uh, I have my weight, proper weight class and everything. So this is a, this is a good good thing. I'm excited about this. So you found out you got Honey Jason. This one's another one that you're going to have to travel for. As you said, with Mirsad Bektik, you were going to have to travel halfway across the world. This one you get to travel to Brazil for. Um, how yeah. excited are you for that? Because it's, I mean, you've gone to Thailand, you've done that whole thing. This one's going to be in Brazil in front of his home crowd. Who cares about that? You you get to travel to one of the coolest places in the world from the sounds of it. Exactly. Man, I've always wanted to go to Brazil. You know, it's been on my like bucket list kind of thing. And I was always planning a trip there. And uh, this time I just get to go, I get paid to go there and I get to fight, you know, so it's even better. Um, yeah. It was, it's a little different than England. I mean, England has a lot more factors, I think. The time change is one. I think that fight card was even going to start at, like, the middle of the night. And uh, this is, like, Brazil's only five hours away. I mean, five um, five hours difference yeah. from Fortaleza. And, um, I mean, like, it's just the humidity that is a little little bit of a factor. But, like I, like you said, I was, I was living in Thailand. I'm used to that stuff. But we're going there a week early. I even got them to bump my ticket up a little like a day extra so i'm going to be getting there on the monday and uh, i'll have a full week there get a couple of hard training sessions in just a, nothing crazy like contact wise but just pump up the lungs and uh, get accustomed to that right away and yeah i get to you know i get to go to somebody else's backyard i went from fighting <laughs> in my backyard to complete you know one extreme to the other but uh, i like it this is it's better this way, and like I said, I've always wanted to go to Brazil, so I mean, I'm excited to go there with my coaches and just experience it all. couple things out of that answer. Uh, you, you speak of going there on a Monday. You ask them to bump your ticket up. How cool are they with doing stuff like that in, in order to get you there to get acclimated? I mean, you ask them, you say, hey, I, I'd like to get there on the Monday rather than the Tuesday. They're totally cool with that? Yeah, I mean, like they, they get you to fill out this form about like you know all your passport information and everything like that and all your corners information. And they just say like your arrival date, they want us there by Tuesday. Um, like that's the check-in day. And then they right underneath that is a preferred um, arrival day. And I just put in, you know, I want to be there on the Monday. So I want to leave on the Sunday instead. So just bumped it up a day and I bumped it back a day after too. So I leave on the Monday. So I kind of get the Sunday to actually enjoy myself in Brazil after rather than the fight week, I'm just going to be focusing on my weight and yeah. training and, focusing on the fight and stuff like that. So at least this way I'll get it one day after to, you know, maybe find a beach or something like that. But uh, yeah, they were really cool with it. Really easy. They, nothing even, they didn't even second guess it. You know, they just plugged it in and that's it. That's awesome. And and now you say, you know, two extremes, you fought in your own backyard in front of your home crowd, Vancouver. Now you're fighting Honey Jason in front of his Brazilian crowd. Obviously, you know you're going to get the chance. You will die and all that kind of stuff. Well, Are you almost excited for that? Because that's something oh, that's man, huge. <laughs> man, I'm like, I've been, uh, I got goosebumps just right now thinking about it. You know, I, like, <laughs> it's something I've been visualizing like crazy. From the weigh-ins to, to the walkout to even the fight itself, you know, it's, it, oh, I just can't wait. You know, I, I'm glad. I'm glad they're going to be really invested in the fight, you know, wanting their guy to win and going to be that much sweeter when it's just a dead silent crowd after that fight you know so uh, i'm I'm excited for it man i'm ready for it for sure is it nice to not have the pressure of your people behind you you know you you got you have your coaches there with you and canada is on your side behind the television screen like 
it, it's yeah, it's so. got to be cool because every one of your fights, other than the stuff in Thailand, has been in front of your own home crowd. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's it's going to be kind of cool that way. I mean, the the pressure is kind of still still there. I mean, now, yeah, my 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 crowd and my fans and my supporters and everything like that aren't going to be there physically, but they're all still going to be watching. You know, so I still got to perform. I still got to make sure I I do them proud. This way, it's just going to be the chance inside the arena, which you don't really focus on during the fight, anyways. Um, the the build up in a little bit will be a little different, you know, probably quiet during my entrance and stuff like that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, all the same eyes are going to be on that fight, so I just got to make sure I go out there and perform. Other than I, I know we we spoke via text or whatever about you know you guys doing the t-shirt sales and whatnot to get an extra coach out there, which is super cool. Um, other than yeah. you getting that extra coach out there, are, are any of your family, friends, or anything like that flying out there to watch you fight? Uh, yeah, my my mom and dad are actually going to fly out. I mean, they always want to go to all my fights, and my mom always says, like, this is her excuse to see the world. Yeah. You know, she flew <laughs> to Thailand and visited me out in Thailand and stuff like that. So it's kind of cool for them to be able to go to Brazil. Now, now they have a reason, you know, to see somewhere else in the world. And so, yeah, just, just them two and then my two coaches – so it'll be uh, us four, you know, rolling deep into the Brazilian arena. There. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Honey Jason. What I mean, you you have trained a little bit with him because of uh, Matt Baker. He's been up here. Uh, Baker's part yeah. of his little team, uh, whatever you want to call them, the Nogueira Club. Um, yeah. What 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 exactly do you know about him? Obviously, he is a submission guy. Um, he's got that Brazilian base, but he does have power in his hands as well. Um, had, did you learn anything while you were rolling with him or training with him? Because obviously you didn't do it for that long. But uh, what do you know about him and what do you expect out of him on fight night? Because he is a true veteran of the sport. Oh, yeah. That, that's another good thing, man. This this is an awesome fight for me. He already He's an ultimate fighter, Brazil winner. He's got eight fights in the UFC after that. You know, so he's a well-established guy and he's got a good winning record in in the ufc you know so it's uh it's exciting um yeah i didn't train too much with him i think i i got maybe a round in with him he came to revolution one time and this was like right after my mario fight a couple years ago so there's not much to even go with i just remember him being strong like physically but at the, the same time i've that was two years ago me and i was like just 20 22 you know i was now i feel a lot more stronger like man strength so to speak, but uh, I don't think it's going to be much of a factor. I just remember him being strong, not not overwhelming in any aspect, just just that he was, you know, a man in a sense. Where, uh, but now now I, I I feel the same way, and um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm not worried about his. I mean, obviously, you got to be a little worried. Like aware is the better word for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. His. I think I win in 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 betweens, you know, and everywhere. That's a like, good way during, to look at it, for feet, sure. Yeah. Yeah, on the feet, I I, I believe I'm going to be more technical and outstriking him, but he, I still got to worry about his his heavy power, you know. Yeah. He's a kind of a brawler, bit. he's aggressive, and then the wrestling, I believe I I I'll dictate where the fight's going to take place, and then on the ground, I believe if it is on the ground, I'm going to be on top, you know, I'm going to be you know, chipping away with the ground and pound and the stuff like that. But again, I have to be aware of his submissions. So it's, if it's on the feet, I got to wear the, the heavy hands and on the ground, I got to be aware of, you know, the, the snapping triangles and arm bars off of his back kind of thing. So I just got to be on my game throughout the whole fight, but I believe I'll be winning the whole fight kind of thing. 
You're gonna play tip. Sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you yeah. you'll play JBC style. You know. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly. It, we we know we know what you do. We we've seen it enough up here yeah. in BC. We we know what you're gonna be able to do in there. And I like the way you look at that. How you'll win the in betweens. I, I think I've never actually heard anyone say that. Where where'd you pick that one up? I, that's just the way I've kind of looked at this this whole fight camp. You know, I just. The way when I see watch the, his footage and I've watched all the guys he's fought and everything, I just that's the way I I see my my tools matching up with his tools, you know. So it's again, it's just I got to worry about a little bit of things on the feet and I got to worry about a little bit of things on the ground. They're both devastating, like you know, they're they're finishing kind of stuff that I got to worry about. But like I said, I'm gonna be winning the in between. Awesome. Your UFC debut was at lightweight. This one finally back down to your natural weight class of featherweight. Um, you had to pump on the weight for that lightweight bout. You added muscle, true muscle is what you told me back in the day. Um, this yeah. one you'll be at featherweight, but you'll still have that muscle on you. How do you feel right now um, leading up into this camp and, and flowing through this camp in terms of muscle-wise and stuff like that? Because you obviously put on weight that you can keep and, and you know dictate and yeah. push into this camp. How do you feel in comparison to your past featherweight camps? Um, being that you did add that extra muscle. Yeah, believe it or not, I was always a like a smaller featherweight. People yeah. just thought from my frame that I was bigger. But man, I was I barely cut for featherweight. Like I, I was walking around no problem, barely breaking the one sixty mark. You know, so um, when I got the call at fifty five, I was just eating like pasta and eating good food, healthy food, but heavy food. And I still walked into the, the cage at 161, <laughs> like after I weighed in and everything like that. And that was without, I woke up on weight and I only put on like an extra five pounds before I actually stepped in the cage. But uh, after that, like after the, the fight, I was still eating healthy, but I was, like I said, I was training constantly from my last fight on. And then that's when I really put on that proper weight. You know, I like started growing into my body and, and now I'm the, the strongest I think I've ever been, uh, the best shape I've ever been. And, and the weight's a little bit harder now, you know, 45 looks a lot farther away. So <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, it's still, easy. you know, it's not easy. It's never easy, but I'm going to follow the same steps, just a little bit more extreme than, than others. You know, a few extra pounds here, a few extra pounds there, a little bit more on the weigh-in day and stuff like that. Cut out my meals a little bit earlier, just, just little things like that. I mean, it's not a huge drastic cut. It's just, I think it's a, a normal cut for 45s now, where before I was still like a 140 would have been my, my proper weight class. But now it's, you know, 45s right where I want to be. And this is the weight, this is the frame I want and everything like that. So it's good. Do you think as you get older and as your career goes, you, you will move up to lightweight? I mean, it, it's a possibility. I like featherweight. I've, I've invested so much time in not only just like the weight class, but I've studied everybody in that whole division, man. I know. I was, that's why I couldn't wait till they told me who I was fighting. I was like, yeah. man, I just, I'm a fan in a sense. Like I know all these guys, even the entry level guys, the guys who just got signed, you know, stuff like that. I know, I know all about them. I just, I, I research all these guys. I don't really watch any other fights in the UFC other than the 45. So, um, yeah, I mean, 40, 55, it's, it's a possibility. I got the height for it and the frame for it. If I ever grow bigger and the older I get, if the cuts get harder, I mean, I have no problem moving up, but uh, right now I I don't need to, and like I like my frame for 45. I like being taller, um, 
and like I said, I know I've studied this division. I've invested time in this division, so I want to stay in it as long as possible. That's pretty cool. Have you always done that? Yeah, man. Like I've I've known even when I was like fighting for Battlefield, I knew all the guys in the Pacific Northwest, all through Canada. I knew all the 145ers. Even when I was in Thailand, I knew all the Asian like the Asian circuit, all the Will Chopes and all those guys out there. And I just I don't know why. I just kind of a I geek over the 145ers. <laughs> I, I guess I'm not going to ask because, um, you know, I, I want you to be focused solely on this fight, but without giving away a name or pushing anything like that, I guess because you know everyone in the division so well, when you I do be, got you got <laughs> names for sure, right? Because that, that, yeah, and you know that Dana White and the UFC is loving that these days. They don't want someone to just simply say, "Hey, I'll take whoever you give me." That's bullshit these days, man. Yeah. That that does not work. That, they that, want guys calling out fighters, and look what it did for Mickey Gall. He got exactly what he wanted. Yeah. Guys have to do that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, the guys who answer those the boring like I'll fight anybody. Obviously, you know that's 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 a no brainer. That's not even an answer to the question. No, that's All a corporate corporate answer. No. <laughs> You know, it's the, it, saying, you know, I'm, I'll fight anybody. That's everybody will fight everybody. You know, whoever they tell you, we will. But they, he's asking you who you would like to fight, you know. So uh, I, I've definitely got a name. I'm not going to really call anybody out now. I've got my No, there's no point. For uh, two weeks from now. But definitely, I mean, after my last fight, I wanted Artem. Um, I'd still love that fight. But uh, he's got he's booked. He's got his own thing going on. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely always looking at not looking past my next opponent, but I'm looking through, you know, I'm, I'm expecting, I'm hope. Well, I'm expecting, I'm planning on beating Pony and, and I know who I want to go with after that. And then I just keep moving forward from there. Well, you have to be but, prepared yeah, for sure. Not, not, uh, not sleeping on Honey. No, no. And you have to, I mean, you don't want to have a blank mind when, when someone's interviewing you after the, after the fight, you want to know no. exactly what you want to ask for. Always have a name is my, my, my thought process I always have a name on you did you feel that uh, way did you feel that way younger in your career as well like did you feel that way with battlefield you you wanted to tell jay who you wanted to fight yeah i mean that's kind of what me and jay's relationship was for a while like he was hard getting me fights around uh around bc so he'd always be like send me a list of guys and i'll, I'll go try to see if like it was hard for me to get fights yeah so like out with my research i always had a list on hand of at least 10 featherweights within you know, Washington or BC, I mean, Alberta, or a little bit farther if you wanted to fly guys in and I'll just send them them all. And then I'll be like, pick any of them. Cause you know, I've studied all these guys already. I know all who they fought and stuff like that. So yeah, it's always been in my mind, like who I could potentially be fighting next, you know? So for sure. I uh, want to finish this off with, I know I always, I hate listening to guys ask the question, uh, give me a prediction for this fight because Whatever. Yeah. Who cares? But I want you to tell the Brazilian fans what they can expect out of you, what they can see from Jeremy JBC Kennedy when he enters that octagon March 11th. Oh, man, they, they're going to see... Uh, if they watch my last fight, they're going to see something completely different. You know, I, I didn't get to fight to the way I like to fight. You know, I, I was really... Mind, like, you know, horse blinders on one, one way. I wanted to fight that fight. And uh, this one, I'm just... I'm excited to go out there and just, you know, fight Honey, you know, everywhere. Um, again, like, like I go back to that in-betweens, I have to. I'm going to be aggressive. i got to be aggressive. i got to put the pace on him, tire him out, get him flat-footed. And, you know, 
grapple with them, wrestle with them, strike with them, do it all. So that's what they can expect, I guess. Jared, good luck on the 11th, man. Can't wait to watch you fight. Uh, just let people know anything other than Reebok. If you guys got any sponsors or anyone you want to give shout outs to, let them know now, man. Um, yeah, I'm really trying to pump my uh, social media, mainly my Instagram. So uh, you can follow me at Jeremy Kennedy 145. It'll be posting stuff all throughout the fight week, the travel, everything like that. So uh, if you want to, you know, follow along. And then my uh, two supporters out here is Big big um, Active Body Supplements in Pit Meadows and uh, Hangry Health Bar here in Guilford. They're, they're huge, man. They help me out throughout the whole camp. So, yeah, both of them. both of them. Awesome, buddy. Good luck. All right, thanks a lot. Levels of greatness, that's when we collaborate. Mikey Rock and Jeremy Brandis, we reactivate. Brand creates the show for the fans and it's magnanimous. Jury's out decision and yes, it's unanimous. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. Come and listen, it's about that time. Yes, download the show or you can stream online. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. Come and listen, it's about that time. Yes, download the show or you can stream online. Out.